2: Hey, friends. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to take a second to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. And as you know, restricting access to reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of every single American. And you definitely know as a listener of this podcast that it could also lead to the loss of a whole bunch of other rights that definitely affect all of us. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. That's podvoices.help. And I encourage you to speak up. Please take care and spread the word. Welcome back to That's a Gay Ass Podcast. The podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It's me, Eric Williams, and this is a very special week because we have Brian Safi on the podcast. You've seen him on 911, on your television, on you, on your Netflix. He hosts Throwing Shade podcasts, Attitudes, Ask Rana. I mean podcast legend, TV, writing, acting, comedian, legend is here on the podcast. But I want to tell you, uh, when I did record this episode, I was on my final days of being positive with COVID-19, but girlinas, I'm negativo. Ah, oh, what a thrill to say those words. The first social event I went to as a negative girl was, um, a bris. Mm-hmm. I did tell a coworker and she was like, what is that like a, a bar mitzvah? I was like, kinda. <sighs> I did not explain it to her. I went to her to have that fun journey while she Googled. I am excited to be a slut for this 4th of July weekend, and I hope you are the same. We deserve it. I don't know about you, but every single person I know has had COVID in the past couple weeks, so... I hope you're out of the woods if you had it, and if you are currently dealing with it. I just, I salute you. We're we're all soldiers. This episode is so good with Brian Safi. He not only gives an incredible answer to what made him gay, it's a movie I have never seen, but it is a top priority for my next watch. I'll just tell you it's the gayer parent trap, times two, if you can imagine. We also discussed the Bette Midler tweet, where she is like threatening gay people, so fun to get Brian's take on that of course you should follow brian safia put his all the handles in the show notes along with following us on instagram at gay i am so so grateful that you've been listening during this pride month we've had so many great messages come in about the podcast and the guests themselves and it just it makes my my fucking day when i hear from you enjoy this episode it's one of my favorites and happy end of pride I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start, Bibes. I know Bibes. I know vibes. It's just like there's too much because you are everything that this podcast craves, which is uh, stardom, brilliance, attractiveness, BDE, um, GAH, gay as hell. Thank you. And also uh, you are... A-L-B. Read a lot of
0: books. <laughs> That's right. I am that. I am that. I do read a lot of books. I, I uh, just read a book. You know what? I'll tell you the two things that take me out of my brain. The three. Number one, mm. L'Amour. Number two, Le Book. Number three, Le Meditate Le Candle. Sure, sure,
2: sure. Wow. So what, what about L'Amour? Oh, yeah. No
0: L'Amour. L'Amour is... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lamora is sort of like on the back seat right now. As I go through, I don't know. I'm just like not into that right now. It's not not the track.
2: When would we say calendarily, mm-hmm. datedly? Was the last kiss you had that you felt electricity to go to your fingertips?
0: Um, probably like a few m- months ago. Like maybe at the be toward the beginning of the year, or something like that.
2: Uh, a winter kiss. A
0: winter a winter kiss. What about you? Are you with somebody I don't remember?
2: I am married to a man and he's been out of town for the past 2 weeks, Brian. Uh-oh. I've been by my I this is the longest I've been by myself since the pandemic started and it's been partially gorgeous and partially he chose to leave 5 days
0: before I got covid. Was that his like farewell? Did he give it to you? No, which is so weird. That would have been very romantic. Okay. Yeah. Can
2: you, can you imagine? He had it right before I had it and I never, we slept in the same bed. I, I just like assumed I would get it. Yeah. And then I never did. And then he went out of town to go to a wedding. I stayed in town and then I went to a pride event. Actually, a pride (laughs) event of a person who you have recorded on your iconic podcast with the miss trixie mattel god bless i love Trixie. god bless yeah. we love i mean such a fan so and smart I'm, so
0: funny all of it
2: all of it and then she also hosts very popular events that attract a lot of people who might or might not have covid so sure, i sure. um so i did get it COVID from that event however i got it to the point of like Oh, like you had it. Like that's what people say. Like, oh, you, you really had it. I just like got super sick, and I we did. also had just adopted this dog two weeks prior to Matt leaving. So I was like, like alone, dealing with my COVID and with the dog. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the other side of it now. Am I still testing positive? Of course, sure. But um, I'm day 11, Brian. I think I think the the end is near.
0: Do you feel hated by God?
2: Um, uh, actually, less God and more Trixie Mattel.
0: Sure are you taking an antigen test or a pcr when you're trying to get this negative result okay doctor yeah that's Jesus. right i've been through it honey i know it i'm taking
2: um what does it mean the ones that the, rapid. the, the, gov- the rap okay, the rapid. okay okay you're still testing positive okay
0: all right that means i'm still positive it right? means you have long covid for sure yeah it's not don't <laughs> say that to a neurotic jew brian i'm kidding you don't you'll be testing negative any moment now and then you can and go to another I- super spreader and you'll exactly. be risk-free this time I mean,
2: I hope so. Mm -hmm. That's the thing is that, like, I was a slut at a Trixie concert, and the next thing you know, God
0: is. It does feel slutty to get it, and I, I don't know why, but (laughs) I've had it. I had it once, and then I had it again. And this, the first time, I was like, "Well, everyone's getting COVID," and the second time, I was like, "I feel like a dirty whore." Yeah. Yeah, 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 which like.
2: Were you doing ho activities to get it? No, I was like,
0: I was out of the country and I was doing a hike. Like that was the big (gasps) thing. I went to, um, I did the Inca trail in Peru, which was pretty cool. It was like a five day thing.
2: Oh, I, one of my notes about you is that you are such a traveling man. I'm so jealous.
0: I I am a big, uh, I do like, I do like to see the world. I do. Uh,
2: And I like the um, world to see me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, listen,
2: Girlie. If a tree falls in a forest That's right and, it, and there's not a camera following you watching that tree.
0: If anything happens in this world and I'm not there to witness it, it did not fucking happen. Period. So uh
2: period end of story. Yes. Were you when you were on this Peru hiking trail yeah. did it happen to be during the winter and your first kiss was actually on the trail and that's and that's when the electricity happened? No, this was just a few weeks
0: ago and there was like absolutely sure. no kissing to be had on it. Um I think I might have been the only gay person on it for like millions of miles. I didn't get any vibe off anybody. But I like well, I'm same. really bad at that actually. I don't really have a good unless I'm at like a queer event, I don't really have a good sense of like who is and who isn't. Oh, the dar.
2: The dar. I don't have the dar. Which, like, I feel like that's a dated term. I think it is, too,
0: because now, like, I don't know.
2: Anyone, everyone Everyone is everyone. Everyone is everyone. Although, you know, it's it's controversial because it is dated, but also, dare I say, it's still a thing. Like, when you're, like, you're questioning, like, when you're with someone, like, is there any part of them that biologically wants to
0: touch peepees? You're right. One time I was at a bar in Brooklyn, and I was peeing. and someone just put their hand right in my stream in your stream right in the stream and didn't look at me or anything just kept their hand there and of course i stopped because like my pee only flows when i am feeling good easy breezy candles and (sighs) no candles were lit during that moment so of course i stopped and froze and he kept his hand there and so i just moved to another urinal yeah, it was. It was surprising. It really, it really surprised me.
2: I'm just trying to breathe this in because that's not where the story went at all that I thought it would. Um, so uh, do you? Was he kind of my, my visual? I'm getting is like you know, like in the Zoom Zoom commercials, just like a hand out the window while the car is driving, right. and the hand is going with the wind. Like they were doing that into your urine
0: stream. They were. I was like, God, this. Before I clocked that it was in my stream, I was like, this hand is living the life. Like this hand is on a road trip. It is tossed all cares or any stress out the window
2: now i'm picturing ballet hands it's fully just like fully gorgeous. ballet
0: absolutely beautiful isadora duncan <laughs> hungarian beauty
2: mirth kind of i don't know i wish i had new references mirsa mirsa hands mirsa mirsa hands yeah. um wow i mean people you know i'll say i'll say it today and i'll say it always people like
0: pee. some people like pee. they do which great go for it i mean go off isn't it supposed to be insist- like antiseptic that's what people well, say. I don't know if that's true, though.
2: It's always also the question of, like, when someone gets a jellyfish sting, like, the on the recent, what, Beverly Hills Housewives, and they were like, who's going to pee on Diana? I think that pee, dare I say, you know what? Two things are having their moments right now. Mm-hmm. Pee and feet.
0: Those are just having moments now. I just feel like
2: I'm noticing on, like, dare I say, smut Twitter, sure, <laughs> d- dirty internet, that people love toes and feet these I days. Wonder why? I don't. There must be. It must be a reaction to something culturally. I don't know what it is. Sure. But- it's got to be something about, like, feeling grounded by tonguing a toe. Definitely. And
0: it, it somehow is pandemic-related. I've yet to figure out how, but it's got to be – it's something tied to the last two years. We're
2: still figuring out how the pandemic has changed our tastes, Absolutely. sexually and otherwise. Like, what is a food you think you eat now that you huh? – Anatomically, What's the food you eat now that you don't think you ate before the pandemic? Well,
0: definitely this shit that I'm addicted to, which is the Zevia ginger root beer. I Zevia sounds like a, 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 a disorder. It's not but it's created one for me where i'm just full-blown addicted to it now um can
2: you give us the pitch as to why it's so good
0: not really because it's not even that good it's basically just like stevia sweetened root beer and i love root beer and i didn't realize how much i loved root beer until the pandemic and then i someone got me my friend arden got me a can and she was like give this a whirl next thing you know she was in a phone booth michael j fox was outside it, and she was like Listen to this, and held up a can of stevia, and there I was.
2: Wow, a tale as old as time. Yes. I also, I guess, it makes sense that the name has to do with the stevia that's inside. Of exactly, it. it's all coming together. I'm a girl that loves root beer. I I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, where there's a place called Fitz's, and Fitz's is famous for like m- making their own root beer, okay. and they have cream, uh, cream, cre- cream soda. Cream soda. Which is? Would you say is that a cousin of root beer? Yeah, it's
0: a cousin, but I don't like it quite as well. But some people like it even more, which we don't judge them Mm-mm. for that journey. No, I just
2: I I I. Oh oh oh! There's also a place in St. Louis called P. Yeah. There's a place called Carl's where they would like have like a giant like barrel wooden barrel of root beer and then it like they put it into a frozen glass. Like very beauty and the beast Gaston at the um at the you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> of course
0: about. I do, are you kidding me?
2: Like very that and then you have like a frozen that glass oh, that full of root beer. So it, good. Brian, oh my god, one day it's I in don't Saint know Louis. why this would happen. It's in St. Louis. Gotta one go. day I wanna be at Carl's surrounded by straight white men and then a uh, just like tonguing, going the root to beer. town.
0: I'll just chugging this root beer, while and then we're gonna be singing. Yes.
2: No, I don't like that. <laughs> That's right. And then we That's turn right. it into a full musical number, and then Ryan Murphy is filming it. And then we
0: have an exclusively gay moment. Remember when the movie had an exclusively gay moment? What?
2: What? What do you That's mean? That's
0: how Disney was promoting it. There was like in the live uh, action version. Yes,
2: yes. yes it was yes, like yes, yes.
0: Gaston and Gaston's like. Henchman, oh, um, yeah, Josh Gad, yeah.
2: Oh my God, why don't okay, I know? I've seen the movie twenty five up, uh, 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 Gaston and yeah, whoever Gaston. the and is.
0: Isn't that sad? We, we we've absolutely straight washed you know that, that movie. Yeah, that was we the one pure character we can't remember that character,
2: and we only remember the character we want to fuck, which is Gaston. Sure,
0: but and also beast, he does have a song about him. In, in all fairness,
2: in all fairness, titular song.
0: I want to say totally, and I also want to say. His name is I don't know his name, I don't know his name. It's like Basquiat, but not. Yeah, totally. It does seem French, like La Flanure or something. <gasps> oh, La 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 Le La 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 Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> LeFou is the is the fifth. There were so many trains that left the station during the conversation that I wanted to back up to. Sure. Here we are. You know what I've been doing that's been not a great reaction, but the only one that I can think to do is during my COVID stay is emotionally eating. i just been ice cream after ice cream after ice cream.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think like what my jam well, – I'm sort of out of that now, but I definitely was like – I guess sort of like there's a place here called Brady's Bakery that has like a cookie. And I gotta tell you, these cookies are—it's the, that kind of cookie that like you watch on TV and like if they have such a thing as cookie, where you're just like, that's not a cookie. That's a ten-pound ball of dough that's been lightly baked in the oven for five seconds. Done.
2: Yes. Check and you check. basically Wait, eat it with an you're in board. you're in LA, correct? I'm in LA, where are you? What I'm in LA. I just moved here f- six months ago oh. from New York. I am like uh, just south of Silver Lake. It's called Rampart Village. I know no exactly where heard. that is.
0: I'm in Silver. Oh. I'm just north of you. I'm in Silver Lake. We're so close. Wait, wait, wait. So tell me about this cookie spot. It's called Brady's. I just ordered them. I've never actually been. But it's like a true, like... It's just a gut bomb. It's just a huge This gut is bomb.
2: huge for me because in New York, there's a place called Chip that is a, a stealing the idea from Levain, but they've marketed it better. Okay, Love Levain. And so what Chip does is every single day on their social media, they'd be like, and here are today's flavors. And there's new flavors every Where is single it? day. I'm going
0: to New York next week. Where
2: is that? So there's one in, uh, it's like on Bleecker Street okay. in Greenwich Village. There's another one. There's a few in Queens, uh, which uh, I was living in Astoria. Oh, cool. But then there's, I think they're, they're popping up all over, but like the one in Manhattan is in in Greenwich Village, um, and they're just like that—the bomb of dough that right. makes you feel disgusting. Laveine
0: now sells their shit at supermarkets, like in the freezer section. But I don't—I don't know anyone who's tried one. How have you?
2: I've—I uh, think I maybe have tried. My when I went on a family vacation, I think a year or two ago, my brothers are being very sweet and like we're gonna we're gonna order things from all over that we love. Chicago deep dish for my oh, younger that's brother a cool. uh, New York. We're gonna get H and H bagels, and uh, I don't think they listen to this podcast, so it doesn't matter. I'll say this: they all the things that they ordered. I guess the pizza was pretty good. It's all just like the C plus version of the real thing. Right. Like, and I'm not the type of person that's like. I only go to New York for my bagels and everywhere else is bag- – It's like – but, like, they were ordering New York bagels, but the bad frozen version of it. And right. I think Levain is along those lines. Right. The frozen version is, like, just, just- –
0: not the same.
2: And if I may be honest about Chip, too, it's so good in person, but you can purchase them to to ship them. And it's, like, $70 for, like, a cookie and a half. Totally. And you're like, who are we doing this for? Yes. I – and and the thing is about my emotional eating now is it's like, I found that my grocery store in New York, I never had like a Kroger brand. I never had like, sure. It, 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 whereas in LA, my Ralph's is Kroger, Kroger and uh, the ice cream they have. That's like 450 for like a giant vat the Kroger brand yes and it's good ice cream i love it oh we love a store brand i just it's been queen it's been not good for my body but for my mind it's been comforting because i'm literally nothing else except the walls
0: this well i guess especially like while you are while you have it it's the most boring first of all what sucks about COVID is you get sick and that part sucks but then when you don't get when you're getting better it's just fucking boring
2: I am bored out of my mind. So boring. And you know what it does is it unfortunately like makes me feel like I'm less uh, – <laughs> this is dark. It makes me feel like I have less value of, as a
0: person. Of course. No, you're second-guessing everything. You I just are constantly shame spiraling okay. and thinking like – I a lot of shame. Questions of w- self-worth come up. Like, yeah, I, I'm like, I've never
2: done anything. I will never do anything. Yeah, oh, yeah. Why did I choose to live and in – why did I choose so to know, live a life? you know,
0: every single person I know who's had COVID goes through that part.
2: That makes me honestly feel better because I'm like, what
0: is wrong with me? And I got to say, when you're out of it, because it happened to me both times I had it, when you're out of it, it goes away.
2: (sighs) You were sent to me from from God. I'm here for you. Girl God above. I needed to hear that because, I mean, like, even, like, I remember actually on one of your, I think it was Attitudes, and you were talking about how you you felt like your voice sounded crazy. I feel like I sound like, I sound insane, which, like, in reality, my voice has mostly come back, but I really was giving, like. sucks. I sounded disgusting disgusting yeah. and like you know what happened i was recently i um, on a zoom call with a bunch of people for this work thing and i got the thing i've actually made a video making fun of this because it it makes me so uncomfortable when people get phlegm in their throat
0: oh. and they won't and, and they
2: can't and, and you, they can't you're just, just
0: dying for them to clear it
2: <laughs> and you're dying I, I became that person where i was like eric take your advice and t- stop the train and just clear it so i was like and so anyways <clears throat> Um, and it, it was still there uh-huh. I was like, it was like and like it like took like three tries and I was like do I mute myself I do I it, w- it was I was like disgusted by my and again the shame spiral of like the old version of me would have been able to clear my fucking throat I feel like
0: whenever I'm on a zoom meeting not necessarily recording but just if I'm in a meeting for something every other part of my body except what's on camera is like trying to do something <laughs> else <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's like my legs are trying to do this and are trying to get out of here. My hand is like writing something down. My other hand is like pinching my wrist or something because I'm so annoyed that I have to do. You know what I mean? Like it just
2: your knees are shaking. Nothing he is cooperating. I have like,
0: total yeah. RL- RLS. Nothing is co- Nothing is in sync.
2: You're fully twerking out of out of <laughs>
0: yep out of horniness boredom. Hor-
2: uh, like, well, that's what's really, really disappointing about COVID, too, is that I lost all sex drive. What for what I like, mean.
0: It's like nothing fun about it.
2: Nothing. I was like, I can't even like feel
0: horny myself. Sure. Like I, that that was ripped from me. Mm-hmm. COVID taketh. Yeah. And I nothing giveth until you're out of COVID and then.
2: Until you're out. I do want to hear about more of your travels because yeah. you uh, sort of live, and I mean this genuinely, like, I look up to you in many ways. You have, like, you've written on so many amazing things. You've acted on so many amazing things. You have traveled
0: to all these places. Brian,
2: what the fuk is the secret? How how did you get to this point?
0: Well, first of all, the, the travel thing came from the pandemic. I was so bored out of my mind that in 2020, I was supposed to go to England and Scotland. Didn't happen. I was sp- taking my mom for her 70th birthday. 2021, I was supposed to go to Peru. Obviously, didn't happen. So both of these trips... Had to happen, or they were expiring like within a month of each other. So it was just like, I gotta go. And then my friend Arden last summer, like this was also during the pandemic, was like, My brother has a place on the beach in Rhode Island and he's not using it. So do you want to go for like a month? And I guess what I realized, and I think what a lot of people realized is like, Oh, if I have to work, I can do it from anywhere. If as long as I'm not shooting, you know what I mean? And, and, um i i don't shoot really in may or june and the first half of july really at all so while i'm working i can work from anywhere and so i really have just like tried to take advantage of that as much as i possibly can
2: i think that is gorgeous because at some point you just got to realize like if we're going to be miserable in one room, why not be in a gorgeous lake house in Rhode Island? Totally.
0: Exactly. Or like, why not be miserable and then just like, go see a show that night or like, you know what I yes. mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like LA is, I really like LA. I'm not one of those people who says they hate it. I do like it a lot, but it is, it just takes a lot more to go do something. It just mm-hmm. does. That's just the yeah. culture.
2: Do you ever fantasize about
0: living in other places? Oh yeah. All the time. I, I constantly Where? um wrote everywhere I go. Rhode Island, New York, England, Scotland, like anywhere I've, anywhere I go, um, Northern California, Oregon, anywhere. What about you?
2: If I had all the money in the world, I would probably do the gorgeous LA place with the pool, the small New York apartment Mm -hmm. to crash in. Mm -hmm. And then like, I might be like a Nicole Kidman that doesn't do Nashville, but does like that idea, that idea. Yeah
0: the sort of southern oasis or something
2: yeah i think so i mean yeah it's it's do you, where's your family from originally
0: texas so i grew up in el paso and my family's from they live in austin houston florida and el paso now
2: and i famously love texas every time i visited for whatever oh, reason i'm like i just like you know what it is i think it's partly that my bar was so low because of all the things that i mean yeah it's here th- well,
0: politically it's a nightmare
2: yeah. nightmare yeah. but then like when you're actually there like austin to me austin's was like wonderful yeah oh right. my god it was
0: so cool it's great austin's like a, won- a wonderful wonderful city
2: there are reasons why i think so many people like politically so many of these places are such garbage fires but then if you were to actually only take the good things out of it like they're the good things are really good
0: yeah totally the even food. dallas has like great you know, a great queer community yes. there. And like, there's plenty of Houston. Houston's like a total food city. It's just the yes. food there is incredible. There's El Paso is a perfect city to raise children in. It just is mm. the right size. The people are so friendly and everything's homegrown there. And it's lovely. I think it's just the people who are in power, you know, Governor Abbott, Ted Cruz, like that's when things get bad. <laughs>
2: Very bad. Yeah, I do though. I think this might be a, a natural question to bring up since we're talking about growing up El Paso, mm-hmm. so being gay as hell. Mm-hmm. i want to ask the famous podcast question, which is Brian Zoffi: mm-hmm. Whose fault is it
0: that you're gay? Who do we blame, babe? Babe, we blame big business. The movie with Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. <laughs>
1: it's a direct
0: line, babe. It's it's their fault because I got to say, a that movie is just gay you know it just is it just has the sensibility of being like a it's set in new york and b it's this idea of having a dual personality of wanting more of knowing you're stuck in a small place and then being like i need to get out of here there's something bigger for me this isn't my people but then there are some there is there are two gay characters in this movie
2: the, the, right before you continue, I just need to be honest with you. I've never
0: seen. That's it. fine. You don't need to. By the way, it was one of those things that was like, I think. But I a, think I do need to. No, you do. You actually do need to see it. But it was so like keep a, on pitching. It was like a super popular rental. Like I don't know how yeah, it did yeah, in theaters. Yeah. It was like one of those. It's Bette Midler, Lily Tomlin. Bette Midler plays a set of twins, and Lily Tomlin plays a set of twins. They were what? Yes, they were switched at birth. So instead of the two Lily Tomlins being together, there's a Bette Midler and Lil- Lily Tomlin who were raised together, and another Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin who were raised together. There's city Bette and Lily, and there's country <laughs> Bette and Lily.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Yes. So you're saying mm-hmm. that this is The Parent Trap times two starring Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin.
0: Correct. And so – one Bett Middler's in New York, one Lily Thomas in New York, they were raised together. One Bett Middler's in the country, one Lily Thomas in the country, and they're like bumpkins and they were raised together. But then they have to go to the city, the country ones have to go to the city for the same thing, and they realize by the end, like, oh, wait, no, she's my sister. Oh shit, she's my sister. And so the ones in New York are like, like, Bette Midler's just, like, evil corporate, like, running thing. She runs a horrible company called Morimax that does, like, animal testing, and she's like evil, evil, evil. Lily Tomlin sort of is like, ah, this business has just never felt right to me, and I just feel so uncomfortable in Manhattan. Meanwhile, the Bette Midler in the country is like, the city's for me, and the country version's like, no, the country's for me. But anyway.
2: So wait a minute. So clearly the Bette Midler family that she was born from- Is are rich. Just rich and evil? Evil. Yes. And then Lily Tomlin's, like, the actual, like... Like uh, Dolly
0: Parton, Coat of Many Colors family.
2: Sure, sure, For, sure. Yes. <gasps> what does this say about Jews? I'm kidding. But, like, Bet Midler, like, what? Like, what? I mean, it, it...
0: Yeah. That's, by the way, I'm sure... I'm sure it is rampantly anti-Semitic.
2: <laughs> they're like, it's truly just, like, trying to paint a picture that Jews run businesses <clears throat> and they're all fully evil monsters. Yep.
0: That's exactly right. <laughs>
2: but there are two characters in this
0: who are in the corporate world who are gay and who they don't say it, but then they're like waking up in the same bed together. And one of them's wearing a super short robe. (laughs) And I remember being, that was the first time I really clocked it. And I was like, that's kind of sexy. And then they try to have a threesome with one of the other characters, but like low key, like they're not saying like, like, it's like you recognize this is happening, but if you didn't know any better, you might not know at all.
2: A threesome with another man. With another man. Are these men like m- middle age older? Are we younger and hot? What are Well, we? it's the hard to
0: are- say because, like, you know how, like, everyone, I think this movie came out in like 88 or 89 or something. You know how everyone Everybody looked 50. Everyone looks 50. So I think yeah. they're probably like 30s. But um, it was more just that it wasn't that they were even like super hot. It was more just like, oh my God. And just a guy wearing mm. something really short that would just fucking did it for me. So
2: did you did you see this movie as a young person? Oh, and Fred like, Ward is in it. Recently, oh, yes. recently passed away.
0: Who's like so oh. hunky? Um, did I recently? I uh, know I saw this movie. It was my first. It was the first thing I saw that really profiled New York because it's all set in like the Plaza Hotel. Like that's where of all course. of the like mishaps happen between the two twins. It's so good, and it's it's like eighties glamour. You know, it's that. It's like they all want to be Alexis Carrington, like that whole thing. Mm. But I think I first saw it probably around the time you we were able to rent it so like i was probably like seven or eight or nine or something oh
2: my god what a pivotal totally when you were this young or even watching it further as you were growing up do you did you did it make you want to move to new york
0: oh for sure oh like i was like well so that's that
2: which is so funny how i feel like young gay people queer people who don't know that they're yet queer they just like feel pulled to the big city mm-hmm. to like to like and you don't know why like why do i want to be in Times square yeah it's like I there must be something scientific about that. There I must don't know be. what it is.
0: Just this idea of Well also I guess it was just a place where like in movies where people are from New York. Maybe there's just there's something recognizable about, about there being more self-expression or... Yeah, yeah,
2: and like acceptance of differences maybe or mm-hmm. like or like more anonymity even. Yes. I don't know. Because I literally was in fourth grade and at my elementary school, someone who had graduated from the school many years prior had gone to NYU Tisch Cap 21's musical oh, theater sure. program. Oh, yes, I knew nothing about anything, but as like a, like a full 11-year-old, I remember seeing like a wall of like where the alumni had gone to college years after they graduated and i was like i'm gonna go to nyu tish cap 21 i was 11 years old in st louis missouri knew nothing about anything but i decided then that i was gonna go to college in new york and i don't exactly know what part of me knew that there were gonna be so many gay people there and you know what's really crazy i ended up going to nyu for college
0: see so did i brian and the seed was fucking planted
2: I mean, big, we big actually, business. that's kind of incredible that, that, like, you saw big business at a young, as a young child. I saw some fucking, like, girl named Lisa Ann. Sure. Loeb. R- Loeb. <laughs> and then and then followed Lisa to New York City.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it just did it for me. It checked all the boxes and it, like, you know.
3: Ready to pop the question.
1: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: It's such a great answer. I do. I do want to ask if you have any opinions about Bette Miller has recently tweeted um, that the gays are next after the Supreme Court decision about Roe versus Wade. Right. And I think some, some gay people are not happy about that. Where do you
0: stand? Well, didn't wasn't she? I, I haven't read it. So I don't know. I should probably check out what she said. But wasn't it based on what Clarence Thomas said? i think which so. was like next I, we're taking down gay marriage or something like that
2: well yeah and it's like it's actually pulled up the tweet itself says get ready a full caps lock get yeah. ready gays period your next
0: period well i um, mean yeah i guess like if you don't know who bet midler i don't know i mean bet Midler's an ally isn't she she is i think what made me second guess it because
2: i was like you know it's bet being bet she's also and the thing is this is said with respect and love she's Seven. An older lady. She's a lady of An a older age. lady. Yeah. And so she, I think, is probably well intentioned. But then, like, Billy Eichner and all these people were like, oh, no, 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 not Billy Eichner. It was um someone else who has been on this podcast, friend end of the podcast, Carrie O'Donnell, I think, was just like, Essentially, like, F you. Um, and yeah. then someone quote tweeted it, look at Bette Midler threatening gay people, SMH. I don't think she's threatening gay I people. I don't either, I just- but it's
0: also, like, not, a, it's, not a, it's not a heartwarming or encouraging or, anything <laughs> or something. It's sort of like you make that warning. Maybe that's an Instagram post that then you go into what why? needs to happen why yeah, yeah, yeah what the repercussions are of this like that sort of thing
2: yeah it does feel a little bit like that and i wonder if it was a, a
0: little thing of just sort of like and this was like something that popped up and i think did have legitimacy but with people saying like look gays we've fought for your rights it's time for you to fight for women's rights which mm-hmm. a i think the confusing thing about that for me was always like "Will i do and have
2: i do i do think there's like Everyone's reactions are very valid, but I do think that while there are many a problematic white gay, cis, gay racist, white, yes, yeah, totally, that's like say, like Sexist, making it about them, all of it, exactly. Yes, I do think there. there are more of the gays who are as horrified as they should be and wanting to do the right things, and I feel like there's been a little bit of like a outspoken, like not blaming of gay people, but like. Okay, I think actually the bigger demon here is not. No,
0: it's like gay man. lawmakers. In fact, the bigger demon isn't even the Gen Pop with this issue, yeah. with abortion. I mean, right, exactly. But um, but I will say like that is you know it. I think you're right. I think the problem is like not as huge as sometimes it's made out to be. I do think that if you are remotely misogynist or sexist, and you are a cis gay person. You're a monster because a hundred percent. Because really, I think a lot of homophobia is just misogyny.
2: I agree. I mean, that's literally why the first thing you're made fun of when you grow up is that you're girly. You're a
0: sissy. You're a girl. You're doing girly things. You're acting like a girl. Yeah,
2: exactly. And so, like, well, wait. Just like the Hillary Duff clip, when you say something is gay is bad. Well, also when you're saying something is is girly is bad. Yeah. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, yeah, horrible system. (laughs) I am pretty fucking girly at times. Yeah. And God, how cool would it be if I was. If more people a fucking-
0: tuned into that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think that for the sake of making it clear my feelings towards Bette Midler, huge, huge reason for my gayness. And I think that while she is threatening gay men on the internet, maybe unintentionally, <laughs> she still is my girly.
0: No, of course. Yeah. Listen, like. It's very difficult to judge an icon based on some tweet that they may have not even written. But also, not a great thing to send out. Not a great message to put out right now. But uh, <laughs> we should focus on the, the fact that women have lost a fundamental right. And, um, exactly. And know. not that
2: Bette Midler is – is her, her intern is <laughs> right. screaming in caps. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love um, Kerry O'Donnell, though. He's so funny.
2: Love. So yeah. funny. And I actually was – watching one of so this is actually two things i was watching some of their clips on their podcast and he was mispronouncing um who is the singer of Tove lu no not not Tove Lo. it's uh it's um i'm gonna sing a song and you're gonna say you're gonna say the name of the singer <clears throat> okay. picture like crazy symphonic harmonies around me or like electro harmonies
0: where are we what the hell oh, is like- going on Imogene, whatever. What, what is her name? Like Imogene Heap or something?
2: Yes. So I think you actually pronounce her name Imogene Heap. Okay. And he, on one of the clips of their podcast, Carrie calls her Imogen, I think. And it was a, <laughs> a gorgeous mispronunciation.
0: Imogen. Beautiful.
2: <laughs> Which, like, I feel like Imogen is actually like a Toyota car that is a box from 1988. Did That's you, what I think it is.
0: I totally agree. Car names, by the way, have gotten crazy.
2: <laughs> if we can make one thing clear car names have gone off the. DM. my friend
0: tweet uh texted me the other day in fact i'm going to look it up right now even though that's so rude oh there's a new it. car called the nissan kicks
2: <laughs> how do you pronounce it? i mean how do you spell it
0: k-i-c-k-s it's say k-i-c-k-s kicks, kicks. <laughs> nissan kicks
2: who are they marketing towards like i that? don't Level know I she those. just
0: texted me that because do you know there's a car called nissan kicks and i almost Drove off the road myself just from hearing that. God,
2: I love a car. What is that? Oh, yeah, it's the new Kicks.
0: It's the new Kicks. Nissan Kicks. Bring your Kicks. And I don't mean your shoes. I mean your car. <laughs> your singular car that's called Kicks.
2: I think you just earned a job at Toyota marketing or I Nissan so. marketing. Oh
0: car that's all been an angling for it for a while. So listen, all Hopefully, roads lead to Nissan. That's right. Car culture
2: as a whole is really boring. Boring and horrible. And just like, you know what? Growing up, one of the ways that I knew I was gay. Is I didn't care about the cars my family was talking about. Like right. I, I mean, just like oh my god, well, what is that? What is that? Ooh, you, my uncle owns a, a classic car shop. I say. I mean, like oh. it's actually a very like I'm successful, sure, and, like yeah, cool. But like I never really actually cared about a souped up
0: car. I dated someone who was really into cars, and it was cool. Like I, I sort of came to appreciate the design of a porsche you know what i mean like Mm. i I came to feel like all right yeah i see how that's beautiful and cutting edge and like with anything i think even like with less so i guess with cars but like with art and architecture it is a reflection of the times yes yeah so that's cool Uh, but i don't care that much about like you know for myself i don't really care that much
2: no and honestly if i went sorry when i make a ton of money i actually still think i'm not gonna have anything that's like outlandish right like sure will i unfortunately maybe drive a tesla right yeah we need Not a good competitor
0: of, for the tesla to come out soon i need
2: a good i just want something electric that has a, a an ipad that i can watch a movie and then get in an accident on the highway it has its own spotify me too yeah please, D- please the please. tesla
0: station beautiful
2: please i also the reason why i bring up the the Carrie o'donnell podcast videos is the podcast videos for attitudes podcast are so good Aren't they and i want to just I just want to give a shout out to your editor Showtime Chimaco. Is, oh Sergio God, Lopez is his name.
0: His handles at Showtime Chimaco. He is they're so funny. Brilliant. Brilliant. He puts all those together and is just incredible.
2: Unbelievable. You also on Ask Rana had Jesse Tyler Ferguson recently. Yes. Which was just he's, such a good episode. We got him, I
0: think, like Two nights before he won the Tony or something, he was like, not, he was about to go to the Tony Awards no, I, and then. Won.
2: I, I, yeah. And then he literally, I mean, so, so cool. I have a question though. So Jesse Tyler Ferguson, of course, has performed in so many things we love, but I want to know, Brian, you get cast in a sitcom show that runs for 11 seasons. Can you pitch to me what the show
0: is about and what your role is? Oh, shit. Um, Well, I love an ensemble show, I will say that. I think it's way more fun to work with people. And its I'll be honest with you, it's probably probably a show about me moving to Florida with my sister. And I have a good relationship with my family now, but I didn't for a while, and she was sort of the bridge to that. And she and I are like night and day different. It would be like, if my family lived in Florida, me reconnecting with my sister and then reconnecting with my family through her. And it would just be... Because everyone in my family is just like, my mom's basically Jessica Walter. Like, everyone is just that. Oh, I love that so So it would much. probably be that. Like, a fish out of water story that wouldn't be making fun necessarily of Florida, but would be calling it off for its idios- idiosyncrasies. And then also, yeah, it would be fun to be in a show that, I don't know, just had an ensemble. That That's my jam. I like working with okay. people. Okay. Who, who plays your sister? Oh, God. Meredith Vieira? No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Amy Sedaris, Arden Marine. Oh, yeah. You know,
2: someone told me recently they didn't know that Amy Sedaris and
0: even though my sister's younger, but yeah.
2: Sure, sure. sure. I mean, listen, Amy. I, I, no, someone told me they didn't know that didn't know that Amy and David Sedaris are brother and sister. That's
0: wild. And I went on a date a few years ago that uh, this person was older than I am. Had never heard of Jimmy Carter. And, and honestly, like it was one of those things where I was like, God, am I really going to like judge a book? But like, is 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 it really one thing that could turn me off from someone? Oh, and I was like, yeah, I think it could be knowledge of Jimmy Carter is a must. It's just hard to get over not knowing someone was a president when like you were alive. What do you think was, were they, It was it a drug thing? I don't think so, but I don't know. Uh, no, I I don't think it was a drug thing. I think it was like a just a dumb thing.
2: I think that's one of the biggest questions and difficulties with dating and even friendships is like you have to make so many split time split decisions about what actually is a deal breaker.
0: I also dated someone who was like is like obsessed with Elon Musk and I never really knew where to land on that. Because I was yeah. sort of like am I I mean I know where I land on Elon Musk, but I mean but you saw my trepidation even saying I wanted to drive a I Tesla. I know. It was like, one of those things where I was like, is this Is this something I can't get? Like, I sometimes don't know where the line is of like, I actually cannot get past this.
2: You know what I mean? Listen, Brian, I want to tell you something that's vulnerable. I am married to a person who like, two months in, and like, I'm a person who like, is silly, loves comedies, writes comedy, boo, boo, boo. He told me he doesn't like comedies, period. Right. Like, doesn't like... And I was like... <laughs> Can we, um, I was like, unfortunately, I like you a little too much for this to like.
0: Right. We're not, this isn't going to crumble uh, now.
2: I can't immediately end it right now, but I'm considering it. Um, when you say you don't like comedies, he's just like, I don't know. I just, and I think what I learned is that he was just saying it for shock value and was just like, he, and he also is saying it out of ignorance of like not knowing off the top of his head. Cut two, though, he does enjoy watching a lot of comedies and silly things but he's more of like a horror girl sure he's more of like but but i but i think if he had said that date two would things be different
0: well i will say at least with something like that it's such a general thing to say that it's it like you said it's sort of like well what kind of comedy are you thinking are you thinking of like kevin can wait do you know what i mean are you thinking of like you know i don't know i mean that's such a broad thing but if he had said like you know, um, I w- was there January 6th. <laughs> uh, that would be a deal breaker, wouldn't it? A <laughs> what, what, if, what if I was like, uh...
2: well, did he go inside the building? Right.
0: right. <laughs> there are levels even to that. Yeah.
2: Well, what what, what, what was the sign saying? Right. Um, yeah. No, I think there are definitely the black and white deal breakers yes. with the grays. The grays are
0: tough. The grays are tough. The grays are tough. And I don't even know that necessarily like maybe for other people the things I mentioned would not be deal breakers. Like the Elon Musk thing to me was not necessarily a deal breaker. There were other things at play there, but
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to take it all into context. Exactly. I mean, if there's like if there's like ten Elon Musk adjacent Correct. things. That's very different. Versus like one January sixth, yeah. that's again the Grays. Um, I do want to ask another podcast question, Brian. Please. If the world was ending yeah. and you could only save one character actress, who would you save?
0: I mean I gotta be honest with you. I already mentioned her name, so I'm gonna try and think of somebody else. First of all, I, I do can I name a few? Of course. The first person I would save is Jessica Chaffin, who plays Rana on Ask Rana, because I just it's and I she doesn't like when I talk about her versus Rana, but it's so fucking incredible. And it is she pulls off something that I think is art, frankly.
2: I love that answer already.
0: And um I I just think she takes something to a place and takes takes her like craft and comedy so seriously that you believe it 100%. I'll
2: be honest. It took me a while to know that I was a character. That's what
0: I mean. It takes a lot of people a while to know that. Even people in my family who like recently were like, wait, 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 wait. She's just not like an older lady you pal around with? And I'm like, no. Also, I'm not living in Boston right now. but Because um, that's another thing on the show. So uh, I would say her. I would say Diane Wiest would probably be another one for me. Um, huge. She's just incredible.
2: I think Diane. Actually, someone has said Diane we somewhat recently, and I think it's an inspired answer. And uh, uh, not this is not her most famous movie, but I always go back to Practical Magic when I think of her. Listen, she's I fantastic. Just, I think it 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 ticks off so many of my boxes because I love a witchy magic moment, mm-hmm. and to see, her, and then also the fact that Stockert Channing is also with her. Oh it's God. like there's. I think there's nothing better. I
0: need to go see that. I need to. No, I don't think it's in theaters still, but I do need to see that. You, never, you, you never, never know. know. <laughs> you never know. I think Griffin Dunn yeah. directed that, who was uh the guy. Did you ever see who's that girl with Madonna? No. He's like the lead actor in that.
2: Oh, I see, I'd love finding out shit like I know that. Me too. Um, do you know what someone else referenced recently off off the podcast I think needs to get her do is I think Sally Field needs to She's get fabulous. more I'd heard that when they were a friend of mine told me that when they were do- doing Lincoln, that there was uh, it took a while for the movie to be made, and apparently it wasn't going to be what the fuck is the guy's name that played Lincoln um, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Apparently, before that, it was going to be someone else, and then by the time it was going to get made, they actually said that Sally Field looked too old, right. and so then and then apparently what she had said was like. You, I never ask you for anything Steven Spielberg. So test me on this and then
0: I will prove it to you. And then she, and then she got it. Yeah. Apparently she like walked in and he was like, hello, mother. Daniel, because you know, he's like in character all the time. And back then people would call each other. Well, Mike Pence still does, by the way, calls his wife, mother, <laughs> which makes me sick.
2: what he actually does?
0: He calls her mother. Yeah. <sighs> and also, I guess, I don't know if you know this, you know that she's a line of towel charms. Of what charm? Towel. Like beach towel, towel charms, So you know which beach, beach towel is yours. I'm not even kidding. Karen. But you the know, original I, Karen. Karen Pads. The original Karen.
2: Yeah. I, the, 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 this, the, how far we have strayed from the light. I just, it, yeah. You know, every day we live on this earth, we Thank find you. out new things. That, I'm just resting with that for a second. Yeah. Towel charms. If you, if you had to go on shark tank and mm-hmm. pitch something, Adjacent to towel charms. What's your product? A-
0: a office supply jewelry. So, like paperclip earrings, <laughs> or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a,
1: wait, that's actually cute. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Something like binder clip bracelets, that sort of a thing, or binder clip hair clips. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. they're
0: already halfway I, there anyway, you know? And I do feel I would like,
2: wear designer glasses, but they're scotch tape holders. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That would be my big pitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No kidding. That was like a really good tape noise.
1: It was.
0: (laughs) like I'm not even kidding. That was really good.
2: (laughs) Wait, should I get a new career in folio, folio. honey?
0: Just be like a new scotch tape needs. (laughs) But I I specialize in scotch tape. Scotch tape, I just do tapes.
2: There was a um, TikTok video I saw recently of someone who was who it, it does that for movies, and it's just her filming herself like doing the heels on the carpet. Ugh. And it really, it, there's so many things about movie making that you wait, that what's I just, that account?
0: Like, I'm, I like love that.
2: Shit. I I'm gonna send, it, send it to you because I don't off the top of my head, but I'm sure it's in my liked videos. But yeah, it's great. I mean, it's like you like. There's a reason why. As a little kid, you, I like you always like try to make dumb noises. Yes. Like, do you remember? Like, I'm not gonna do it. It's disgusting. Why but, do like, it? It's like
1: I'll tra-
0: i close my eyes. Yeah, close your eyes. <laughs> okay,
2: hold on. Close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm relaxing my face. Okay,
0: <laughs> what the fuck
2: are you doing? What if I was masturbating? <laughs> um, <laughs> <It> sounded I sounded <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's like you grab your cheeks and then you like oh, you like swirl them around. You push them in and out. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this back and hear how disgusting that It's going to be. Beautiful. Um. Anyways, fully artistry on that's a Gay-Ass podcast. I um. I do want to ask another podcast question. Yes, Brian, you aren't prepped for this, but I gotta know what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film?
0: Oh man, no good answers here. I mean, not because of her oeuvre, but just because, like, I I, I got to tell you what my favorite one is, and it's pathetic. <gasps> What is it? Ghost.
2: (laughs) I'm just really didn't say Sister Act too, which is my favorite. Oh wait, hang Um, on a second.
0: Man, you know it'll it'll be a constant competition depending on what I'm feeling. Color purple, Sister Act, Ghost. So
2: the trifecta, baby. I'm gonna say
0: I'm gonna say Ghost. I'm gonna say Ghost because I have like specific memories of like begging. My parents went out of town and begging the babysitter to take me to see it, even though I was like a child. Uh, and she did. And I remember being like, this is the most beautiful movie I've ever seen.
2: This babysitter was such an ally. She was great.
0: She was did great. you braid her hair? No, but I did like absolutely do a 60 Minutes interview with her about how she kisses her boyfriend. I do remember that. <laughs> like Fully like sat down with her and was like, wait, so when do you kiss and how do you kiss and why do you kiss and does he kiss you and what does he do when he kisses you and what do you do when you kiss him? That kind of thing.
2: You were always an interviewer, first and foremost. First and foremost, I've been Leslie Stahl my whole life. That really takes me back, though, because I have a memory of not only, like, braiding my my babysitter's hair, my friend's babysitter's hair. But I remember when I was older than I would like to admit, but old enough that this is appropriate, I was uh, doing, like, a an acting thing with a person that was, like, we'll say five, six years older than me. And I had not done oral to many a peen. Okay. In fact, maybe even one at most okay and so i was having her teach me how to do how to suck dick
0: wow what was she was and she using a prop or banana yeah and did it and was it helpful
2: so much i learned i'm i i became the nancy reagan of dick suckers
0: don't you love that about her the throat goes. yes ah oh, so fucking great do you think it's real yeah I mean, I want it to be real. I I don't care if she's dead or alive. I hate her fucking guts. So I, I, sure. It actually makes me sad that she would be that good at something, to be honest with you.
2: (laughs) I know. It's hard to see villains have any talent at all. It's true. Do you, do how do you think you learned how to suck dick?
0: I gotta be honest. I am. It's not my favorite thing. I love your honesty. I am sort of a, I am mostly a T.O.P. baby and yeah, and um that's sort of my vibe. Not that I haven't or don't, but it's just not like my number one favorite thing. So I guess I've never, you know what? I need to I could be better at my craft. I could be better at and my I craft. And
2: I think I think the fact that you have said that is already showing the willingness and the openness to learn. Thank and you. that's the first step. That's right. I could be I could be I could be better and I will be better. And with that, um I will say that Having you on this podcast has been a dream and a, a wish for so long. And I want to tell you something. Not only have I been talking about you coming on this podcast for a while, but my husband, who does love you, was confused for a while because he thought I was talking about Josh Safty as sure. in Uncut Gems. As in
0: I understand exactly what you're talking about.
2: Yes. I mean, I was Josh movie when you were on Uncut But I did fucking love that movie. I, again, didn't see it because I, I heard it was really stressful. It is. And I was it not. is actually
0: like... i I would not see i wouldn't see it in this day and age yeah that was a pre-pandemic hit for me (laughs) yeah you could you could
2: take it then um where can people follow you brian
0: you know what you can follow me at brian safi just a b and r a y and a and n and s and a and f and i just follow me there babes that's it
1: that's it
0: Brian, thanks for coming oh my God, on. I my hope pleasure. to have a reunion so episode fun. at some point. I would love it. And when you're better and when I'm in town, we should hang out. Done. Doi. Thanks for listening to this
2: week's episode of That's a Gay Ass Podcast. Remember, you can go to podvoices.help to see what you can do to help fight for abortion rights. And if you like this podcast episode, hey, why don't you click follow? Click subscribe. It really helps as we grow this gay ass world to make it even gayer and asser. <sighs> I love you so much. Again, happy end of pride, and I'll see you next week.